Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host Epifanio and this is episode 675. And today we're going to be looking at the city of Jinki 39, which is liberation. And with every city, we have the same experience. We can't talk about this stuff. Every time you see a city uh, podcast on, on, on this channel, um, we're just uh, dancing around the tree. We're looking at something that the very nature of what it is does, cannot be described. It, it needs to be an experience. So how can we even have a word like city that talks about it? Because we have seen it in, in it's recorded in history. There's people all over the world currently now and throughout history that have achieved this state. This is what's called the sixth seal. Once we have moved the Kundalini up, um, equalize the first three seals of polarity and uh, gain a, a neutral place at the fourth seal, open the fourth seal, bridge that energy, because that's pretty much a connection between the three lower seals and the three higher seals, um, and begin to become authentic self-expression, unique frequency tone, broadcast that signal through the fifth seal and fulfilled our life, fulfilled our life like completely and uh, fulfilled our role in this reality. At some point when we are completely fulfilled and there is appears that there's no longer anything else but the dropping of everything. The dissolution of everything, and it happens, and it's been recorded to every master and sage and guru out there that really have reached this moment where the life becomes light. All of light, all of life, because that was the journey of the of the gift to move through um, life, looking at everyone as you, looking at everything as part of the same whole, and now. It comes the experience of it. That is the sixth seal when we recognize and when we are capable of genuinely seeing God in everything. Seeing God as everything. Seeing the universe as one organism and experiencing that. That experience can only happen with the absolute dissolution of the personality. There is no longer a personality anymore. Our body and mind and consciousness becomes a vessel for the mystery itself. And that's the entry point into the um, what we call the room of the 64 doors, right? All of these cities are just the outside of the door and the handle, the opening of the door. But once we're inside the room, it's we've reached the seventh seal. And that is... At that point, we're gone. We're gone from this particular experience, this holodeck of reality. And, and, and you know, this is what happens with people call ascension, right? Concepts that are beyond our understanding as long as we have polarized parts within ourselves and dreams and visions of fulfillment and desires, right? All of that stuff, it's, it's the, the juice of life. That's what we're here to experience and ultimately change that within ourselves 
and change that in our DNA so that our bloodline is going to carry that. And at some point, this is going to become a a whole worldwide humanity level phenomenon event that uh, raises our whole DNA structure into a new organism. And this organism is um, interconnected. This is what um, why many civilizations in other star systems and galaxies, um, they have telepathy. Because their telepathy is really uh, 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 the way of, of the natural way of communication that we have through our, you know, bio machines. Right. But there is no separation in order for that to happen. There can't be a, a you and me. There's only the exchange of energy. All the information is free flowing. And so these are the kind of stuff that starts happening in some people. But and that's why a lot of people say, well, that's, you know, hogwash or whatever, because they just can't understand it. And it's this is advanced technology and this is what we are. But in order for us to get to that level, we need to live life completely and become absolutely an individual first and and move on from the you know social consciousness of the of the of the shadow become an a unique individual broadcasting a unique frequency tone fulfill that completely in in embodied and then completely let it go and so why would we even look into these cities you might say because our attention on this um, um, ultimate flowering of this archetype of these um, um, very specific blocks of consciousness aligns us with that timeline. We are where we put our attention. We are going to end up where we put your, our attention. If you're driving a car, your attention's on the road. If your attention moves out, into the bushes, you, you're going to eventually turn into the bushes because how are you going to look at the road and the bushes at the same time? Your attention leads you to where you are going to end up. And this is, this is, um, this is us anchoring ourselves into the future. And not only that, that's the most important reason why we're looking into the cities, to anchor ourselves into the timeline. No matter what happens here, we're, we're going home. Because we have anchored ourselves into the stars, right? Into our, our, our ascension, Christ consciousness manifesting as the total transmutation of the genetic structure into the Homo Sanctus. And, uh, but the, the kind of like glimpses that we could get out of our contemplation would uh, accelerate our process through the gift. Because the, the gifts and, and the glimpses into divinity, um, you, start, you do start feeling them when you start contemplating this. This very advanced consciousness, very high frequency consciousness, you start getting these glimpses of the abstract. That which cannot be explained, you suddenly know things. Maybe little tiny things here, but they do start affecting your life right now. And it's almost as if we were... Um, Making use of a sort of a of a cheat sheet, like if we were a little bit cheating time for if we were to only focus on the gift, we would have our journey, however long it takes, which is supposed to become really beautiful and fulfilling. 
when we are bringing in our contemplation of the city, we, 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 it's, it's like we put our, our, our path through the gift on, on steroids. We're, we're going to, and I'm not saying with, with like making it like, you know, jittery or anything. I'm, I'm talking about in terms, maybe that's not the right, you know, analogy. It, it would be like having micro wormholes within our path through the gift. That's probably a better, better uh, 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 example or, you know, a, a allegory. We're going through our journey. We've, we've now we understand what the shadow is. Now we're living our gift. We're broadcasting our signal. We have become, we have become our unique self-expression. And now we're experiencing the fulfillment of that joy, of that love, right? And then add on top of that a good dose of micro wormholes on that, on that path. And every now and then you kind of like just out of nowhere, you, you kind of teleport in consciousness high ahead in your journey. And you're like, wow, I just suddenly got this and now I understand even more. And because you understand more, you, you, you can make, I'm not saying that you should or yeah, you will skip, skip experiences, but I'm saying that um, suddenly you would, you would have a, a, a faster understanding about many things. And certainly that will, um, that will not because this is all about out of time, right? When we're talking about the city, we're talking about concepts that exist out of time. So it'd be more about the 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 depth of the experience of the joy of being that you have through your uh, journey, the path of the gift of fulfillment that. Uh, automatically, you know, create this ability to begin uh, downloading the full picture more clearly, and uh, and ultimately that gives you um, such. Uh, it, it will affect time because as as we are in this physical reality, moving through these experiences, it will affect time, and so this is the reason we're looking into this because we when we want to feel the love of God. Ultimately, this is we want to go home. This is our our our, our journey home, right? So, um, with this specific thirty nine jinky of liberation, we're talking about the fulfillment of the archetype of the sword of the warrior, right? That turns into unlimited energy, and then that unlimited energy becomes kind of like its greatest task to let go of that individual self-expression. It's not even let go. It's, it's more like, like the, 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 that self-expression leads us to a, a vastness that in order for us to be absorbed into it uh, and let that vastness take over the body, we need to let go of this idea that we are um, this unique self-expression. And that is liberation, ultimate liberation of everything. And that what it takes is everything. But at that point, it doesn't matter because you're ready. If you're still in the gift or the shadow, then it's going to matter because you, you have something. Number one, you, you achieve dynamism out of provocation. So you're a happy camper. You're full of energy, right? And, and genius. And then, but then it comes the time when you feel the experience of divinity, the everything, right? And then the task comes, how to let that go. That is what this city is all about. So we're going to be diving into that today. But before we get into all of that, if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're doing here, you want to go to Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. 
At the very bottom, we have a menu with five links. One of them says Jinkies. Click on that one, and that will take you to episode 256. You can listen to that episode, and that will get you started with our main concept here. What is it that we're doing here? We're learning how to heal ourselves, how to awaken our spirituality in an embodied and anchoring in physicality. Being Becoming spiritual, going back home, in quotes, right? It's not... Really that, it's really fully being here. And here means everywhere. And so uh, in order for us to do that, we need to be here. Because most of, a lot of our attention, it's uh, unconscious, um, looking into, unconsciously looking into the past and the future. And so as long as it remains within time, it's not here. So that's our job here. And on that page, you will see a, a link that says click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. When you, le- when you click on that link, when you click on that click, <laughs> when you click on that link, <laughs> when you click on that link, it will take you to the Jinkies website and you can download your free. It's free to download this personalized hologenetic profile. This is the map. That we're using, imagine we're on a journey and we have a map for a treasure and the treasure exists in our subconscious. This is the map that will show you where your treasures, because basically our treasure is our energy, our power. In order for us to to travel into the present, into the opening of the kingdom of heaven, we need to have power. We need to have energy, enough energy to make that have the ability to hold our attention in the present. And uh, because you try it right now, you know, how long can you hold your attention in one thing without thinking about anything else? You know, a few seconds. Maybe if you're really advanced, if, you know, a minute. Yeah, that would be, you'd be an epic if you can do it for a minute. But this is what meditation, a lot of, you know, practices do, you know, learning how to become present. But when you understand that that is really a great way to do and and a side kind of like kick for the for the job we're doing here, right? Not that there's anything wrong with that. Just like anything else that would put your attention on something like making art or being focused on something. What we're doing here is also uh, uh, looking into the unconscious for the genetic uh, kind of like traits that we've, we've accrued throughout humanity that... Uh, all of these 64 jinkies um, kind of enumerate, like they um, they lay out the the paths of understanding for all these uh, archetypes of, of, of life, of consciousness, of experience. And when we have a map that says, well, this is where you are and this is where you want to go. And then all that you need to do is take the journey because this is a map. You still need to take the journey. The journey is looking at this signposts. And say, well, I'm here. In this case, you know, I'll be in the shadow of provocation in whatever sphere you have in your map. Because there's different areas of the unconscious that we're looking with this map, right? And then the 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 the, 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 the road is getting to the gift of dynamism. When you understand what that means, and then it fully begin expressing that dynamism, raising that kundalini all the way to the fifth seal. And begin speaking your truth and living your truth with this uh, uh, awakening of this gift, right? This is what we're doing here. We are liberating ourselves ultimately. Because it's very interesting, the, the city of this jinky is the city of liberation. 
And uh, so on that page, you will see, uh, once you go get your map, come back to this page, episode 256 on Jorn.tv. And on that page, you will see all the explanation on how to read this map. Any word that you see on that map, you can look it on the search. We have tons of episodes that talk about all the words on that map, the path, the spheres, the lines, the... Um, Jinkies all the way to Jinky 39. What is the activation sequence, the Venus sequence, the Pearl sequence, right? All of these areas of the map. And, uh, and there's an index there that shows you where you can find everything. There's a resources with more links to the Jinkies website. You can get more stuff there. There's a video. There's another podcast. There's charts. All of that stuff is there. This is a profound study that uh, ultimately doesn't tell you anything. It's a map, it's a toolbox, but the work is the contemplation. That conversation with God that will, uh, where you can overlay all of this stuff on your life and make it yours, make it personal, right? So, um, so that is on that page. If you want to learn more about what is Planet Homemaking, what is Jorn.tv, what's Per Planet, who am I? Click on the About tab and listen to Episode 1. Our job here, number one, is healing ourselves by learning how to open our heart, by learning how to reclaim our power from the unconscious, allowing the divine light of creation to flow through our heart into our lives, take over our reality, our family, our friends, our community, and then that light keeps going on just as we allow that, by opening the heart, allow God to flow into, into the darkness of our unconscious and brought the light there, we are allowing that light to shine. And, and, and it's just going to continue because light doesn't know how to stop. When you shine a light, it just keeps going until it reaches something that it's, that it's you know, that stops it. But the light itself doesn't know how to stop. So when you open your heart, the light is going to keep going. Where is it going to reach? It's going to reach into the darkness of everywhere. And ultimately into the darkness of the uh, world stage uh, at where we are right now. And uh, so it's very important just as we learn how to know, who, become aware of who we are, where we are at. We need to know where the world is at and what is actually really going on. Understanding the nature of the Dark Ages, the Kali Yuga, it's coming to an end. We're in the middle of a transition to a new consciousness, what's called Christ consciousness. And in order to for us to get through that gate, that gate is like an initiation, like um, a test. And the test is to be able to differentiate the truth from lies. How do we lie to ourselves? What do we hide from ourselves in, our, in an individual life? And at a global scale, what is the lie on what are the lies of the world so that we can make decisions about our direction uh, uh, and how, how do we do that? Because we are part of the human species. We are part of a genetic evolutionary experiment, not experiment. It's life itself. I guess it's an experiment. And ultimately, we're building by our, with our experiences and embedding them in the DNA, passing them through our bloodline, into our offspring, into the next generation, that experience and understanding of everything. It's in the DNA throughout all history of all the experiences of humanity. Why? To, so that we can develop a bio-machine, a body, a mind, consciousness that can handle God. So that God can live in the body. The entire of the knowledge and the experience of the universe. Being able to walk and live in a body. With all the omniscience, omnipresence, omnipotency. 
of God. And in order for us to do that, you know, we need to bypass and, and understand, totally um, integrate and dissolve what I call, what we call the personality. And this is what happens when you enter these gates of the city, the divine gift. That is the dissolution of the personality. And ultimately, this is going to happen at, a, at our humanity level. But, uh, you know, we can study to prepare ourselves if we happen to be ready for that, as, uh, you know, on, on our own lives. But ultimately, this is our destiny as a civilization. So on that page, on the about page at the bottom, there's a resources section and there's uh, several videos and, and, and episodes, podcast episodes that talk about what's been going on in the last three years at a physical level. And how can we look at this stuff from a spiritual perspective and realize that this is part of the awakening? We need to know the truth in order for us to choose another way. If you, if people of humanity doesn't even know what's going on, how are they going to choose something else? Because they're they're being, uh, they're they're created, they've created, participated in creating an illusion that lets them know, that tells them that they're already there, when there is a lot more work to do. And the most important thing is to stop trying to end the kind of like the matrix system, hierarchical illusion, right? But to become aware of it of what it is and how it works and what it does, and then simply move your attention from that and putting it somewhere else in a future built on love and self-expression and understanding of the natural principles of reality, how life actually works. And that's that's what we're doing here. So um, all of that information is there. Uh, as always, I'm not a teacher of anything. No one can teach you this stuff. We're talking about spiritual stuff, which literally means we're talking about individual personal stuff. The only way to get to God is by knowing yourself. And so that's why no no teacher can teach this stuff because, uh, you know, they, they got them. They got it themselves. But, you know, they, they, they are hoping that by throwing this huge kind of like net, somebody's actually going to, they're going to get that one fish out of a billion, right? And that's enough because, you know, one fish is good enough. But in this case, I, I am just starting this stuff myself. This is my daily study, my daily contemplation, my daily prayer. And I'm putting it in a podcast format so that people can find about this stuff and contemplate it themselves. If you don't contemplate it, if you don't um, find your own meaning, to this stuff and, and manifest your own experiences out of this, then uh, you will never know. It's it's just philosophy, just words, just just data. High frequency, very beautiful information, but uh, but that's it. You know, we need to manifest and, and have a physical experience and or metaphysical experience, both, uh, where you can actually know. Because experience will give you knowledge, and knowledge is your truth. No one can come and tell you that that didn't happen because you you lived it. Enough experience, you can gain wisdom, and with wisdom we have we're we're again all the we create wisdom is kind of like wormholes of acceleration in our evolution, but they all come because of experience. So let's dive into this thirty nine city of liberation, right? In the case of the 39th gift, dynamism becomes liberation when it finally forgets itself entirely. 
The 39 gene key is highly individualistic. It has to be in order not to be taken in by the status quo. The purpose of this gene key is to break through new ground. You know, that is what the warrior, the sword of the warrior is doing, is breaking through stagnancy. It's creating and downloading genius, being fully energized, right? So it has to be. Unique creativity has to break out of all conditioned patterns in order to rise to the heights of genius. The ring of seeking, which is this jinky, uh, is part of the ring of seeking. There's six jinkies on this ring of seeking. They 15, 53, 54, 58, 52, and 39. And we've only covered the 15. And then this 39 jinky, this, we're still going to be looking into this ring of seeking. But this ring of seeking provides this, if you don't know what rings are, they're um, uh, gene pools. Uh, uh, you know, a specific, very specific combinations of genes uh, within humanity that uh, they're, they're, they have a very specific purpose, right? Every single jinky, every single one of these rings equal, is equal to one of the major arcana of the tarot. And so you're going to see these rings are the, the journey of evolution of the hero, right? The, the, the spiritual journey, all from the fool to the master, right? So the ring of seeking provides the pressure that drives human beings to eventually transcend themselves. This is what this ring is all about. At the Cidic level, an interesting thing occurs when all this genetic pressure breaks through to a higher octave of reality. Consciousness merges back into the totality. And what it really means is, is that it's not that consciousness merges back into the totality. That's how he translates it. Uh, Richard says it like that. But the way that I see it is more like, um, you allow the the consciousness of God to, to, to wash away the personality. It's not like I dissolve into God, but God dissolves me and and or whatever I think I am. Because the thinking that you're something, you're not it because you're thinking about it. So that's the personality, right? And so it takes over the vessel. And then at that point, there is no longer this individuality individuality in the terms of the very specific point it's like if you imagine the light of creation being everything and then each one of us entities right we are one shard of that light uh, coming from a very specific angle shining from a very specific angle producing a very specific frequency tone right when we dissolve we dissolve the personality then the body the, the, the body of christ if you want to call it like that Consciousness, Christ consciousness, that God itself takes over the body. And then there's no longer just the shard, but now it's the multidimensional perception. And it's not this perception of I have this, is is that I am. That I am, that there's no more of the word I am. I am, you could say I am becoming, because there's always going to be greater octaves. But at that point, it's kind of like the encompassing of all entities. And now you can see through the eyes of everyone. That is ultimately the, the connection of everything. And simultaneously, but here's, this is the part that, that, that happens. Simultaneously, there, there is that expression through that master. Because there, there, there's only masters at that point. There's no, um, there's no personality there, right? So consciousness merges back into the totality, which means, is, which means that it has to give up its greatest gift. Their freedom, right? Their, their individual self-expression, 
which at that point, the personality has almost become finely tuned because you've lived through that dynamism. In this case, we're talking about the 39 Jinki. But it's the same process for every single gift and movement through the city. Um, so um, for few people are able to make the transition from creative genius to divinity because you must give up the very thing that appears to fuel your creativity, which is that very connection to the source that happens through your open heart. You're getting that divine light of creation, but it's just a shard. It's just one point of perspective. So in order for us to return home, we need to give up the, that we have one this one uh, light, and and as we give up that one light, we dissolve into the source of the light, and that is that is our that is our way home. And the story keeps going. That's just as far as we know or have recorded in our history through most of the t- Tibetan and Indian books that uh, that of people have actually done this stuff. But uh, the story keeps going. There is no end for the story. There's more after that, right? So to the genius, the giving up of of the individual self-expression seems akin to death. But in order to attain a civic state, you must pass through the gift level of consciousness and give up your seeking. So this is the key here, ultimately, to you know understand what is what is because every one of these jinkies is giving us a hint of what it takes. Once we've lived the path of the gift, right, what it takes for us to dissolve the personality. And in this case, it's, it's the same thing with every ring, right? In this case, is the ring of seeking. So we have to give up the seeking of freedom, of liberation. Because what is liberation? Liberation from what, right? We get that provocation in the shadow and we, it's the same energy. Provocation and liberation. What is it that we're being liberated of? The seeking. There is no more seeking. Because how are you going to seek in the present? It's right here. It's all here. There's no more seeking. But that's still, uh, you know, uh, the journey. Because as, as long as we have a journey, we're moving. And I'm not saying that there's no dynami- dynamism in, in the city. You know, that there's no uh, movement of energy. What I'm saying is that the energy is no longer just the individual. It's like the, you dissolve into the everything. And so at that level, it's a completely different reality. So um, so we have to give up our seeking. This means that with every one of the 64 jinkies, you will have to give up your hard-earned gift in all its glory in order to make the leap to the final level. But at that point, it's, it's like um, once we have lived the gift completely, we are absolutely fulfilled in every way, the natural inner drive keeps moving forward and it's telling you, well, now if you've played that game, it's time to let it go. Let go of the toy of the gift and surrender everything. But that happens when it happens and it's not something that you're going to be looking for. Your work is to really become the gift. And then when we get to this point, it's, it's really about letting go of the gift. Letting go of your idea of life from the personality, how we've built our life from the personality. And that takes us all the way to the city. Dynamism is the gift, as we have seen, feeds upon itself. It's a dynamo, right? To be dynamic is to create more and more possibilities through action. 
The byproduct of dynamism is that it serves many people, which in turn raises its own vibration itself. It's it's a it's a, a um, one of these engines of uh, infinity. What's it called? Um, singularity? No. Uh, there's a name for these kind of engines that uh, you know they're eternal. That's what the you know it's a dynamo that it doesn't need to be a, have an external source. It's 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 its own source. They do the, obviously the, there, it's not really an external source. It's just opening the valve of what is, which is the the fuel of, of the energy of God. But it's it's self sustaining, self sustaining right mechanism. Um. So um. So the more people you serve the more rarefied your frequency becomes until one day you reach the crooks point, right? And what it means to most people you serve is, is that you have totally made that transmutation from wanting and, and wanting to get into pure giving. Pure giving. You have become, the moment you're giving to others, you're giving to yourself. This is the serving, right? So the crooks point is not easy to describe. It cannot be predicted and it cannot be prepared for. Mystics have usually described it as a death and a subsequent rebirth. In the case of the 39th city, it feels like a physical death because this is such a physical dynamic gene key. You have to put your entire being on the line. All your plans, creativity, work, intent, and service must be surrendered into a single vanishing point. When this event arrives, there is no mistaking. It comes with a guarantee that you will transcend. There are no failures in this sense. You can only move through the tunnel of agony until it turns into ecstasy. Liberation is one of the strangest of phenomena. It is perceived by the unliberated as an experience, even though it is not an experience since there is no one to experience it, right? There's the, the the personality has dissolved. Nobody's experiencing this thing. Even though liberation is often described as an event, it is a not an event, even the, because the events happen in time and there is just pure presence at this point. Even though it appears to happen within time, it does not. It occurs outside of time. There are no sounds that can be vibrated that resonate with this phenomenon. I don't know about that because we're talking about high frequency and frequency is still sound. So um, I don't know about that. I, maybe he's referring to sounds that we're aware of. This is kind of entering into another octave. If we were going to take the journey of growth as, as music, you would be playing on this, you know, 13 notes of this lower octave here. And then the next reality, we got the other octave. So I don't necessarily agree with that one. There, I'm not sure exactly what it is, but it's not. it doesn't end. The frequency keeps going. Um. So there are no words to describe liberation because there is no process to describe. Check that out. I'm going to say that again. There are no words to describe liberation because there is no process to describe. It is perhaps best understood as analogous to dying. So it's not something that happens. It's something that is. And because there is no longer the filter of the personality within us, it's not like this is the funny thing. It's all of this stuff is happening right now. We're not going to become this thing. It's 
it's a matter of of getting rid of the stuff that uh, kind of like ob obscures it, right? The shadow, the gift itself also, it's, it's obscuring it. And then ultimately, uh, there's nothing but just the light. And the body, the bio machine, the bio becomes a vessel for God. Whatever you want to think it is, because we can't think what it is. It's the mystery, right? The eternal forever. And, and at that point, there is no longer the, the, the individual short point of perspective. There's that and everything else. All of the shards from every single point of perspective. All of the light of creation. And that is, that is our destiny. And that is when the body is able to handle that. Now, that opening of that door into the, you know, six, the room of the 64 doors is a circle room, right? It could take a whole lifetime, but it could be in a moment, right? Because there is no time. This stuff, is, this consciousness is now operating out of the boundaries that we operate on, on our daily basis as humans. We have no idea what this stuff is. And uh, it can't be described because as soon as you try to describe it, you're just, you know, gibbering jabberish. <laughs> but it is aligning us with the timeline because our attention is on this. And because our attention, this is the ultimate power in the universe, our free will, right? That, that this is how we get there because our attention is there. We are getting glimpses of this stuff. And you may be contemplating it now, and then you forget about it, and three, four, five days later, you suddenly get a moment of liberation. <gasps> oh, wow. You get an experience for a second, right? And they, they, the more we focus on this, the more we're, we're allowing these micro wormholes that advances, that gives us a little glimpses of, of where what is happening. And it's not like they're diving from the future, although they are and from a certain perspective. It's more like we're peeking into, into the now, into the real now, right? And what does that even mean? So we've reached the end of the episode today. Tomorrow we're going to continue with part two of this city of Jinky 39, which is liberation. And dive into what is the warrior's death. Because that's ultimately what we're talking about here. This is the, 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 the death of Jesus. And that's probably the greatest warrior's death recorded in history. Um, and there's even more from where that came from. Because it's just looking back at Osiris and all the way back. And then who knows what happened in Atlantis. You know, it's, um, it's really about finding out that library of Alexandria. Because uh, a lot of those books are still around, but um, they're probably most of their most of, most of that stuff is probably in a mountain in Tibet. And once we're done through this bullshit <laughs> that we're experiencing right now at a, at a world world level in the next probably five ten years, at some point a mountain is gonna crash open and we're gonna find out what's inside there. True history of humanity. Podcast is every day, Monday through Sunday. You can find us on every podcast app out there. And when you go to Jorn.tv, that's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. Uh, at the very bottom, the menu bottom in the About tab, you can find our social media. We have a Telegram news channel, a Telegram chat room. We have a, a Truth Social, a Twitter, a Rumble, and a Clubhouse. And all of those links are there. 
And uh, if you click also on that big menu at the bottom of Jordan.tv, if you click on the Pioneers link, these are the, uh, we have sessions with beautiful people, interview people from all walks of life. And uh, they're, share their, they're sharing their story, their journey through their life, how they awakened, how they found that healing in the midst of their darkest moments. And now they're coming out of that hole and they're bringing that healing into the world and they're sharing that beautiful journey with us. All of those podcast episodes are also on video and you can also find them on Rumble, on our Rumble channel, Planet Homemaking. If you are going through your own dark night of the soul, your own dark moment phase of spiritual awakening where you don't even know what the fuck's going on and you're, you're freaking out, um... Because uh, nothing makes sense anymore because you can feel God. And at the same time, you still have to pay the taxes, you know. So it's like you're still here but not here. And now, the you know, suddenly your life starts falling apart. All of these things that happen in the dark night of the soul, maybe not necessarily for some people, it's not necessarily physical. It's more internal. It's everybody's got their own weak spots where it hits you because it needs to go through that to get to your heart, Right. Uh, if you're going through this stuff right now, we have a very specific coaching program where we help people move through this transition seamlessly. There is a way to move through this, and it doesn't have to take 20 years to get through it. If it, it, it does, if you don't, if you're not willing to change one very specific habit, and that's all it takes, just changing one habit, that's what will get you out of here. If you want to learn more about it. Click at the bottom right corner of TV. There's a support button and you can click on that one and find more about this. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.